0: You have just tuned in to the Shoot The Rock Podcast. Who they rockin' with, show? Who they rockin' with? That's right. Remix it. Remix it. You're now rockin' with the best. Yes, yes. You're now rockin' with the best. Uh. What up? And welcome back to the pod. It's been a minute. Just uh, knocking the dust off this. Microphone right here uh, I haven't spoke to the pod, and I haven't spoken on the mic since the NLT, the National Latino Tournament um, And let me tell you, it was one of the best tournaments we've had, one of the best Latino tournaments um, I've run And it was all thanks to the guys from CIMIEDO We collaborated along with uh, Tierra del Sol and all the other teams that came through for the NLT um, this podcast you know i'm going to talk about the classical uh san diego this year we had to move the rosarito rosarito tournament uh to san diego to the north of the border so um let me just give you a background Uh, you know when we were deciding the dates it's usually spring break it's usually the first weekend of april and you know we're 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 trying to be mindful of all the tournaments and all the teams and we're we're def- there's definitely enough, I've always said it uh, when I run tournaments, so there's definitely enough weekends for everybody to eat, everybody to play, and you know we try to space these out, and uh, when we were looking at the dates, you know we were very mindful of um, the Memorial Weekend, we were very mindful of Cinco de Mayo, we were very mindful of uh, the Laughlin Tournament that um, the CBL, Chicano Basketball League, runs, and we just picked the week. And looking at the dates, when we were looking at the dates, um, which was probably um, in November, we were looking at the calendar and seeing what was available. And, you know, that's when the government was shut down. Um, You know, uh, uh, politics was getting crazy and there was a caravan at the border and everything. And we just met, uh, myself and Rosario Ball, uh, uh, we made the decision to kind of move it up north Uh, for one year um, and that's why we're in San Diego Um, you know we're trying to be respectful to the NLT uh, but we also didn't want to lose out on our weekend of Clasico and you know looking back at it you know we'll definitely be back in Rosarito next year Uh, San Diego Clasico will be a one time event um, and we expect it to be uh, once again another top notch event Uh, we got you know, the inglewood fellas we got phoenix finest back in the house we got san diego elite we got tierra del sol making a trip from the az um you know we got you know squads coming through we got high school division we got high school boys division we have high school girls division we have the women's division we have the 35 and over in san diego and um You know obviously our open division um this is not a latino event so this is open to to everybody all the squads all the squads that are coming through that are latino seem to be holding true with the latino form so it's definitely going to be a good opportunity to see um all the teams going at it you know tierra del sol just won the laughlin tournament um later on in the pod we're gonna you know um we're gonna bring joe leon um The main head from Tierra del Sol, and he'll be on the podcast. We we were chopped it up for a couple minutes. You know, we we spoke um, about you know how they started up, and you know all all the guys that have come through the doors of Tierra del Sol. You know, it's a great podcast. Um, So I I look at this podcast, and you know the next podcast. uh, You know today's Tuesday. Uh, I'll be posting this on Wednesday morning. And the next couple podcasts um, leading up to the Classical, we're going to have a predictions podcast. We always have that. Uh, I just want to try to hype up San Diego, man. San Diego is the event. We have currently um, 15 teams in the open. We have uh, 10 teams in the 35. You know, we have a high school division, women's division. And, And, you know, we're trying to fill up the gyms. Um, the facilities that we will be using this weekend is um, we're going to be back at Spring Valley um, for Friday for our tip off on, on Friday, Friday afternoon, uh, evening. And then we'll be at, back at Spring Valley on Sunday um, for the finals, Final Fours, championships. And all day Saturday, we got three courts going all at once. We're we'll being at San Diego City College. Uh, It's a great facility, it's right in San Diego, Um, you know, so definitely a new venue that we have, Um, quality venue, Uh, and you know, it's going to be great to have everyone in the same, under the same roof at the same time, so, Clásico, it ain't never left, but Clásico is back, you know, it's that time of year, we're in March, March Madness, we're ready for it. We're ready for all the teams to be coming through, and, and we're excited for the podcast, um, you know, season. Uh, I'm gonna bring out these podcasts on a weekly basis. You can always follow us on our pages at Shoot the Rock on Instagram, at National Latino Tournament on Instagram. Both of those pages also have Facebook pages. Um, you can find this podcast on SoundCloud. And it will be on iTunes as well. So you know uh, we're trying to expand the pod, we're trying to expand our tournaments. Um, the tournament season is here. Um, you know like I said it, it kicked off last last couple weeks ago in Laughlin and we're I think every month from now on until uh, the NLT which is gonna be the last weekend of September, There's a tournament every month, and we're going to broadcast it. We're going to have the podcast. We're going to have special guests. Um, I already have uh, players that are are playing in Puerto Rico that are down to jump onto the podcast. I got tournament directors that are down to jump on the podcast. I have uh, national team players from the Mexican national team. We got professional players. Uh, We got coaches. So every podcast, I'm going to try to bring something to the table, uh, trying to bring something, you know, unique so then that way when you guys are driving to work you know at the gym you know doing your cardio whatever it is you're doing you know we're trying to create some content so then that way you know you guys have something to look forward to if you're playing in the tournaments you definitely want to listen to this podcast because like i've always said before i don't sugarcoat anything you know what i'm saying i'll let you know if your your squad is is not up to par um i'll let you know i'll let let the big dogs know who the big dogs are and some of these uh squads that that think they're bigger than what they are you know i try to knock them off their pedestal and it's all fun and games and it's all love um so um as always man i thank you guys for checking into the podcast please follow us please like us screenshot the podcast put it on your page tag us at shoot the rock you know put us on your stories and let us know what's good um, You know This podcast is, is gonna grow This is the first podcast Of the basketball season 2019 We're in spring we about to run all the way through summer To the end All the way through to the end of September Which is the NLT um, You know so Yeah man we, we, we got this We appreciate you for rocking with the best the best to shoot the rock podcast man welcome back you are now tuned in to the shoot the rock podcast all right what up man we have uh joe leon from tierra del sol i've known joe for quite some years Uh, Thanks, Joe. Thanks for coming on the pod, bro.
1: No problem, Rob. Anytime, bro.
0: Yeah, man. So just last week, we were down in Laughlin, and it was a great event. I I was down there refereeing. I was able to see the guys. I mean, we haven't done a pod since the NLT. So, uh, you know, first off, um, thank you for participating in everything we've done. I mean, Tierra del Sol has been down with Shoot the Rock, uh, formerly SEL, and you guys kind of put what we do on the map you know what i'm saying i think i think you guys were like one of the top teams that came through and i kind of want to just talk a little bit about like how we started off and how you came about like making the decision to come to rosarito and i think we we named the tournament Clasico, and i think you guys were definitely some of the teams that made it classic, because you guys had an amazing team, and you guys always duked it out with Cimiedo. So thank you for doing that. But you know, tell me a little bit about your throwback, about you know, first being in the tournaments and being part of what we had to offer.
1: Well, um, we got involved in the tournaments probably in 1996. Um, in
0: 1996, we had a neighborhood team, just with guys from the neighborhood and then
1: in 1997 um, formed tierra do soul me and my friend carlos morillo we formed uh tierra do soul his mom actually came up with the name we had like six names it was armasta latina we had a different different just uh orgullo azteca like a whole bunch of different names and tierra do soul was like the sixth name down and 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 lucy is is, is carlos's mom's name she actually like she told us in the living room at Carlos's house hey man you know you guys should pick the editor soul you know from the land of the sun from arizona so we kind of went with that um we kind of went with that name yeah. and uh we started getting involved in the tournaments like i said in 1997 uh we got our butts kicked we went to memorial day in la we went to actually that was my memorial was in san diego yeah um that year of 97 and then we went to vegas and stuff like that um we got our butts kicked man we took our lumps the first year and then the second year we kind of got together and we um practiced man three times a week two times during the week two times on sunday and we got some young guys um alan brown omar lopez gabe sandoval just to name a few um Noah Alonso was 16 years old at the time. Um, we got all those guys and we practiced hard. And the first tournament back in 1998 was Los Diablos and ASU. And we met up with Eric Langford, the team, conacaminos. He was playing in uh, Mexico, Conacaminos and Reynosa. Yeah. And he beat us in the championship. And then we, we took off
0: from there. Yeah, and it's and just for those that are listening, uh, Joe mentioned um, you know a couple of names, Noe Alonso, Omar Lopez, and those guys started off with you as far as like Tierra del Sol, they were like the neighborhood kids, I guess, and they they were good ballers, and they ended up going through the college ranks, and after college, they ended up playing in the national team. So like the your program has has bred a lot of a lot of neighborhood kids and you know what I mean? Like you guys always treat them right. I mean, if, if you guys are, you know, if the people that are on the podcast know Tierra del Sol, they're always coming fresh. They always, and they've been from the beginning. And I think, you know, it's kind of dope that, that all these guys that played on national teams were with you. And I remember that Arizona tournament that, uh, it was the San Diego state, right? And it was at the Diablo center or something like that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And then Eric Langford, another name that you mentioned is, uh, you know, he played in, in the Siva Copa and he played in the LNBP and, and that's a definitely a good collab. Cause I know he's still, he's still with you. And, and that's one of the things I always admired about, about you guys, you guys always came deep, you guys always represented Arizona. And I think that was one of the cool things because I think, you know, California, um, you know we kind of thought our shit didn't stink you know back in the days and i think you know we were always prideful and you guys came in like uh, you know and it sounds like you guys were getting whooped on in the beginning but you guys really put in the effort to kind of put arizona on the map and like about arizona being on the map like i know we've talked about it when we we're in laughlin but you guys are all over the place with with your youth teams and the girls teams and the you know, the open teams, and you guys are doing a lot of good things in your in your neighborhood. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah,
1: I mean, I've known Tommy Nunez and Donnie, Donnie Nunez for, since I've been 15 years old, and I just kind of follow what they did, and I just paid homage and have have respect, and I'm very humbled to know people like that in my life, and, and growing up where I did, I grew up kind of rough and stuff like that, and and uh, I just wanted to, you know, give, the, you know, the Chicano youth or Chicana youth the opportunity to travel like I did to to the, the Vegases, to the LAs, to the to the Rosaritos, to the Tijuana, to Tecate, to all these tournaments New Mexico that we, we were able to go to. And uh, growing up like I did, and I never changed it for the world. I love the way I grew up. But we didn't get the same chances as the people that had money to go to all these places. So when we, me and Carlos started Tenero Soul, and my friend Juan also um, started teatro, had Tenero Soul, and all these people that helped out—it's just not about me, Rob. It's, it's, it's about everybody. You know, I mean, uh, we were able to give all these youth. Um, opportunities to travel and to experiencing friendships and memories that they would never be able to do without the game of basketball and it's and it's people like you know, like Sangue Latina like Ola LA, The Devastators East LA, Estrellas just to name a few Suavecito from Arizona um, Team Mario from Arizona, just to name a few that paved the way for us to have a vision to, uh, you know make it bigger than just us you
0: know yeah and I think uh we we had a I think me you and Alex and Joey we were down in Laughlin and and we were hanging out at the at the machines and we were just talking and I think a lot of the things that that we were talking about is like the memories that we had when we were playing and the thing is what you're doing and what, what we're doing is is we're creating. Um, those stories, you know what I mean? I know Alex was talking about, you know, his days in Rosarito to the young high school kids and he was talking about, like, Alex Alex had said, like, right there he was like, there's no way I would have played this level of ball had I not been with Tierra del Sol. So, like, you know what I mean? And, and who knows if, you know, your high school kids or, you know, definitely your son is a college player, you know, he's a great, one of the top high school players, point guards, and you know, it's because of what you guys created. And I think that's a testament to you and then you having respect for the people that were there before you. And I think that's kind of why I started my tournaments. You know, and I, I think that's why you started Theater of the Sonia. And I think that's why we get along so well. You know what I'm saying? Because I think we're trying to do something not only for us, but I think for, for other generations. You know what I'm saying? I think that's why we had... Or at least that's why, you know, I hosted these tournaments. When I started the, the, the Shoot the Rock and the classical tournaments, the main reasons I started them is because I wanted to provide doors for Latino teams to play against open squads. Because, you know, there's some guys that want to just be like... I was like, the fucking Latino squads are good. And they can compete with everybody. And that's why I said it. And when Tierra del Sol and Simiado said, yes, we're going to go to Rosarito. I was like, wow, I just got two of the best latino teams at the time and sure enough you guys beat all the open teams and you guys ended up in the finals i want to say for like the first six years it was a sin miedo tierra del sol final like every other year bro and i think that was what made uh, my tournaments and i think it's grown and i took a couple years off and I think it's it, it was awesome to see you guys back at Rosarito the last year. And too bad this year, we're not going back to Rosarito, but we're definitely gonna be back. And um, one of the things that I wanted to collaborate with you and Simiedo was with the NLT. Uh, and that's kind of like the vision that you have, I think I have, we uh, we have the collective vision of what we want the Latino basketball scene to be because we wanna get, get back to its roots, don't you think?
1: Yes, definitely. I mean, we talked about, you know, giving the younger generation something to look forward to 10 years from now with the NLT, with CBL, with the Tommy Nunez, with yeah. with the Cimiello basketball organization, with, you know, LBC and all that stuff and, 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 and LBA. We want to be able to, you know, just broaden the horizons. And you, and you touched a little bit about on. Um, you know, the high school team and like my son, if, if it wasn't for my wife and my, my daughter, my son, letting me, you know, do all this stuff for 22 years, you know, only God knows where I will be or what our family will be. You know, my son growing up in the, my son growing up in the circuit, and being a college basketball player and running my team now as the point guard is not only humbling it's just it's just unbelievable to see him you know in diapers at, in san luis obispo or at the lba tournaments or at SEL or rosarito or wherever and and then now he's he's running a team at 19 years old and then my daughter you know a couple years ago being able to play in another country when we went down to Rosarito with the high school girls that you were able to get high school games for them um goes a long way and and I think that we lose Focus on the younger generation and leaving them in the next ten years to have a Latino tournament or any tournament like Rosarito. I mean, when you brought Rosarito to the plate on, on, the, on our plates, it, it's something that a lot of people will never do. I mean, how many people get to play in a different country? Right. You know. So I mean, you you brought that to the horizon. I and I remember the trophies and Tecate and 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 and. and um, and Rotorito, Tecate, Tijuana—those Aztec trophies—you'll never get those anywhere. And and uh, being able to to uh, go to the like the beer factory, tour that when we went over there—it was just great times, and, and we missed those times.
0: Yeah, and we're te- we're 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 gonna bring those back. And you you mentioned like bringing something for the youth, and now it's 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 good because every yeah. single team that's been around for a while, even the new teams. They're bringing in their, you know, their fuerzas and their DTLAs and their Tierra High School, and you know, Cimiedo's got his their vet team and then their open team, and you know what I mean? Like the LBA has their high school team that's you know always doing good in, in the Tommy tournament, so it's good to see that all these, you know, we got uh, Wilmington Select that that wants to get into the circuit and those high school kids are gonna you know be in other countries they've already gone down to to rosarito already and you know they're like two or three years away from finishing up their college years and playing in the open and and seeing what it's about but uh, you're absolutely right i think i think providing them with the opportunity to just step out and and the good thing is that there's some good mentors out there that you know i mean the dudes like like uh Chuchin, uh, that run that team over there. You know, he's a good dude. Uh, Thomas is a great guy. You know, you got Abner, you got, um, Shorty from DTLA. We got you and all your people. So it's like, we're trying to teach them the right way. And we're putting them in situations where they're going to gain experience that maybe they couldn't have got anywhere else. And I think that's what Tierra del Sol does. That's what Cimiedo does. And then that's what everyone in the, in the Circuit, LBA, Tommy Nunez, all them, bro. And I think that's we're just exposing them to more things, bro. And I think that's that's something that's very humbling and very, you know, it's very respectful to see that, bro.
1: Yeah, and I think that gets lost in the shuffle. What, exactly what you just said, and and us as tournament directors, we we sometimes lose focus on what it's really for. You know, anybody can run a tournament. But can you run the tournament for 20 years? Can, I mean, you look at you look at a lot of
0: you know, tournaments in Texas. You look at a lot of, like, Tommy Nunez. And like I said, that's been
1: in 30 years, 40 years, 20 years. You look at yourself that's been doing tournaments. Louie Louis from the LBC, doing tournaments for 20 years. You're, like, and I said, like yourself, you know, people it's those are hard hard to do longevity is the hardest thing anybody can be around for one two years but when you do it for 10 20 years and and myself doing with with chicano basketball league it's the same thing you know we were in our 11th year and it's like you know we're not trying to be the biggest or the best we're just trying to build community family fun and competition same with you you know we're going to san diego for the classical uh next weekend you know we look to have a great time with four of our team uh, five of our teams representing you got arizona aguilas you got tds you got tierro so on the open men's and then you got our high school girls and high school boys team and we're looking we're we're going to have a blast and all of our teams are looking forward to going to it and we would never go to it and one of my little uh, high school girls tell, uh, Mariah the, uh, number three she was telling me I can't wait to go next week weekend Joe we never been we never played in San Diego before so everybody is always looking at, and it's is, it is, like I said a often to you Rob if it wasn't for you we you know I couldn't up my game you know we, we talk about shorts designs we talk about shirts we talk about all this Latin, latino flavor cultural flavor and if it wasn't for all of us you know all of us that do the tournaments then we wouldn't push each other to do the very best we can for everybody else you
0: know yeah and that was that was one of the main reasons i started my tournaments and leagues uh the, the original league was southeast league because i was from southeast los angeles and that's why it was called southeast league and and The reason why I started it was because, you know what I mean? I wanted something else besides the LBA, and I wanted to provide something for all the LBA teams because I had played in the tournaments on my own, you know, probably 10 years beforehand, and it was just an opportunity for me to kind of give back, and then the opportunity for Rosarito came about, and if every tournament, driving to any destination, Laughlin, Vegas, uh, when we used to go to Delano, like, all those trips, you got the young guys and you're you're telling stories and you're telling about, you know, guys you saw and, you know I mean, I still talk about the days where I would see, you know, dudes that I looked up to um, in the circuit, you know what I mean, all the Islos guys and the Sangre Latina guys and the Alma Latina guys and Andy Olivares, you know, and all these dudes. And now we actually, you know what I mean, going to a tournament and seeing Horacio Yamas in the stands, now knowing dudes like Gustavo Ayon, George Gutierrez, like all these other dudes that are are finally making it. And hundreds of Latinos that are playing college ball. And you know what I mean? Like I was one of those and your son is one of those. And you know what I mean? A lot of your Tierra High School kids are going to be some of those kids that we can look up to and be like, dude, and you point at them with the younger kids and be like, look, there's a Noel Alonso. You can be a national team player, or you can go to Grand Canyon University, or you can go to, you know, whatever university this guy You can be a Cesar Guerrero or Lorenzo Mata. You know what I mean? And I think, and I know you, you say it all the time, like Cesar was very instrumental in your son's upbringing because, you know, he would talk to your son and we're a community, so we're supporting each other. And it's good that we can reach out and be like, hey bro, I'm from Tierra del Sol. You know what i mean i played against you i looked out at you you know what i'm saying and i think that's awesome that your son can do that and it's awesome that we have that community so that way we can reach out to dudes that are like that and we can reach out and touch them
1: oh for sure i mean caesar was very instrumental um one night like i said he stayed with my son and and he stayed at my stayed at my place with uh with us and uh he was here for a basketball tournament here in arizona when he was in high school and he was able to Give some knowledge to my son and till this day you know they uh they talk you know every once in a while but my my, my son will you know tell you if you ask him who was instrumental and he'll, he'll tell you Cesar you guerrero and i thank you for that you know and and like you said it's just one big uh great big familia of community and friendship with with when you can call any one of these guys you know i've been blessed that um you know, like you go back to the national team thing. I've had Koki Sheen who played, Jorge Koki Roisin who played for me. He played in the Mexican national team. Omar Lopez, Noah Alonso, Mario Diaz, and Hector Hernandez played with us for a little while with Diero so So to have five Mexican national teams play on with my jersey on there or our jersey, um, is, is great, you know, and we could talk to those guys. And like I said, another great big name is Lorenzo Mata, of course. Um, That that played in the circuit. That's you know still. When I'll see him in LA Memorial Day, I'll I'll ask him to take a picture with the high school kids and with us and my son and stuff like that. It's it's great stuff.
0: Yeah, and it's good and and like I said, it gives the high school kids something to look forward to. I know some of your. Some of your Tierra del Sol guys are on the verge. I mean, your son is on the verge. Um, the other player that we like to see is Manny. M- Emmanuel's, um doing well. Um, you guys just won the Laughlin tournament. Uh, and it's still a young team. I mean, you know what I mean? So, like, Tierra del Sol is always con- has always contended. But right now, they're super young. They just won Laughlin. We got, um, you know, the, the Clasico, which is around the corner. And... It's going to be a good opportunity to see how how they do against the open squads like Inglewood Fellas, San Diego Elite that's been around for a while, uh, Phoenix Finest that has um, that's made it to finals in a lot of the Latino tournaments. So it's I'm excited for Classico because it, it kind of blends everybody together. Uh, we're out of town, um, you know what I mean? And I think it's going to be a good opportunity for for people to see Tierra del Sol, the young guys, and see them compete against the open squads in in a, a platform like San Diego, like the Clásico, and, you know what I mean? I'm excited for um, the next couple of weeks, you know, and I'm going I'm to do a couple more podcasts, and we'll see how they do on the prediction podcast, but I see Tierra del Sol uh, making a good little run, because, especially how they looked in Laughlin, bro.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, we we only got three guys that are that are over twenty five. Everybody else is twenty five and under, um, and stuff like that. But we want to just go over there you know have some some team bonding time with the five teams we're taking and not only that just compete and like you said give it that Latin flavor Um, that's what we're most proud about so we'll compete uh, you know to our fullest win or lose you know with the guys that we have and and that's what we kind of instill in a lot of our high school players and you know just to just We talk about players, you know, John Pena uh, also donned a Tierra del Sol jersey from his ninth grade year to his twelfth grade year, and that's one of the best guards coming out of the circuit either. I still have a relationship and friendship with John till this day, um, and uh, my son grew up watching him too. So, you know, going back to my son, you know, watching that John Pena, watching a Cesar Guerrero, Noah Alonzo, Omar Lowe, you're around those guys, you, you have no choice but to be great at what you do in the Latin circuits,
0: you know (laughs) Yeah and it's and it's dope Uh, you mentioned that and I you know I've known your son since he was born and he was in diapers on the sideline. And the thing is too is I've known John Pena when he was fifteen years old playing in the open tournaments and we're like who's this little who's this little guy trying to compete, you know, jerseys fucking too big on him and he's putting in work at fifteen years old. And it's and it's cool to see that your son's like that guy right now and you know i mean obviously all your other guys that are under 21 but like when we start seeing the high school division now we're looking at the high school division like that guy is about to be nice as soon as he gets into the open division and that guy is going to be good and what where is he playing college ball and that's what it's always been about and i think you know um, next weekend is going to be a great event it it always is and and it'll be uh, i'm gonna tell you right now it's gonna be one time in san diego um and we're definitely going to go back to rosarito. So, uh I'm excited for you to come onto the podcast and I appreciate you for sharing all your stories, bro, cuz you I mean, we couldn't in, in 20 minutes of us con- having a conversation, you know, what I mean, we could have dropped way more names, we could have talked about way more stories and I'll definitely bring you back to the podcast so we can do that and I would definitely like to have a conversation with Tierra del Sol and Sin Miedo and do a round table and have conversations about your guys's battles. And I, I think that would be a, a, a podcast worth listening to.
1: For sure, Rob. I mean, I, when I look at Sin Miedo and Tierra del Sol, you look at, 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 at those times, which is, you know, from the early late 90s to the early 2000s. That
0: was like the Lakers Celtic rivalry. For you know, sure. Main, and, and that's some
1: great times and that would be great to share some stories. I, I would love to hear what Cimelo thought of Tierra and I, and I know they
0: would love to, to hear what Tierra thought of Cimelo. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's definitely something that we're going to bring on the pod and um, like I said, Joe, um, I've known you for a lot of years and this is the first time you're on the pod. This is definitely not going to be the last time I bring you on the podcast, but thank you for coming on to the pod and uh, You've always been rocking with us. you always rocking with the best Shoot the Rock podcast. Joe from of the Soul. appreciate you for coming out. Appreciate the love all the time, bro. All right, bro. I'll talk to you later, man. I'll see you next week. All right. Sounds good, dog. All right, bro. You are now tuned in to the Shoot the Rock podcast. <laughs> this- Once again, I'd like to thank Joe from Tierra del Sol for blessing us on the Shoot the Rock podcast. We're always rocking with the best, and we've been rocking with Tierra del Sol for a cool minute now, man. So thank you, Joe. Thank you, Tierra del Sol. Um, you know, and, and we can't wait to see you guys April fifth, sixth, and seventh, San Diego Clasico Open Tournament. You know, we got the squads here. The squads are here. If you are missing out on this tournament, you're missing out on one of the best tournaments on the West Coast in California. You know what I'm saying? So, um, San Diego Clasico. thank you for all the squads showing up. Open division, we got the Phoenix Finest from Arizona. We got dynasty coming from ohio we got Internacional. we got buckets from san diego we got heat check from la we got san diego elite that just played against the tijuana zonkeys we got the demons from arizona we got Optima making a comeback they're they were one of they were champions back in the day for the original latino 100 we got united auto craft we got tierra del sol as we mentioned before we got tds we got the diablos you know, they're uh, part of the Latino circuit. And we got the Inglewood fellas that just a couple days ago um, beat the Copa team, the Tijuana Zonkeys in a Cibacopa preseason game. And then we got the Aguilas, also another uh, part of the TDS family. And then in the 35 and over division, we got Team Chaos from Arizona. We got the SoCal Santos. Cal Reta Squad was making their debut with us. Top Dogs, we've been inviting them for a cool minute. Optima Vets, Sangre Azteca, the drunkards that are coming from Mexicali. We got Arañas coming from Tijuana. We got the Assassins coming from LA. We got Samex, which is always a contender against Intocables, and they're back in the house. So the 35 and over, the open division is looking super heavy this year. And, uh, and I'm excited to see all these games going down at Spring Valley Gym at San Diego City College. You know what I'm saying? And then also in our lower divisions, we got the high school boys and the high school girls. We got Wilmington Select, Los Pochos, second to none, about to make a their debut down over here coming from Wasco. Yeah, that's right. You know, they're showing the love. They've been showing the love. They're following us on all our social platforms. We got the yuma fire we got the del soul high school we got dtla coming through the boys and then we got azteca and the sabers and theater their soul lady soul coming through and in the women's division we have a women's division that's been run for quite some years by tucson soul tucson soul is the defending champions of this tournament when it was in baja can they have the same results in san diego that's the question We got the squad running gun that's looking out to come and get them. We got the Phoenix Elite in the women's division. And we got the SoCal Splash. So the women's division is looking tough. So, you know what I mean? Everyone's lacing up their kicks. Everyone's about to get their flights. Everyone's driving down to San Diego this year. We don't have to drive all the way down to the border. We don't have to drive all the way down to Mexico. We stopped a little bit before. And we're going to about... We're about to put it down in San Diego. San Diego is about to be the spot. Spring break, April 5th, 6th, and 7th. San Diego Classico. Shoot the rock. Rosarito ball. Thank you for rocking with us. Shoot the rock podcast. All love, all basketball. Pura raza. All day long, baby. We out. Yeah, we out. <laughs> Yes, yes, you now rocking with the best. Yes, yes, you now rocking with the best. Uh, you come from the wood. Yes, you now rocking with the best. We out. Yeah, we out. <sighs>